You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and the conversation you're about to tune into features Mario Rubel-Kaba, who is the outstanding drummer and percussionist in Rocket from the Crypt and Earthless. The reason for the chat is to promote Earthless's upcoming February 2019 Tour of Australia. There are far too many dates for me to read out, but I will mention that they are playing the Gold Coast at Miami Tavern, Wednesday the 6th of March I will try and get along to that particular show so here he is Mario from the band's Earthless and Rocket from the Crypt the wonders of uh, multinational omnipresent uh, omnichannel communication <laughs> <laughs> yeah indeed man I was I was sitting here uh, like waiting and stuff I'm like I wonder why my phone's not ringing I had turned the ringing on and all that and then I yep. Then uh, I let Anna know, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "Hey, it's like, is make sure your your Skype your volume's up." And then I looked, I went to the account, and then it was like, "Have you, you know, it's all signed in and all this." And then I forgot it when I got a brand new phone. Oh uh, yes, most of the apps make you uh, re-sign in and stuff like that. So that's that a was shocker, Skype's isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was oh, just like, "Oh shit." It's so bad these so, days, isn't it? It's it's what I noticed too. If you've got any applications that are associated with Skype, occasionally they will log you out because they want to do an update. And I've had that happen a yeah. few times because I record the calls, right? Of course, I have to. And sometimes I'm like, "Yep, I'm I'm, I'm all good to go." And it's like update required, and it's five minutes before the call's due. And of course, the update takes ten minutes. And it's like, uh-huh, what is it? Yep. Is it is it 1999? For God's sake, we'll be using Windows 95 or something. But uh, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? But um, yeah. here we are, mate. And uh, look, I'll kick things off because I know you've got a few coming up after me, mate. But look, you must know by now yeah. that we love you down here. You're basically Australians as far as uh, a lot of people are concerned, if you don't mind me saying. But what what do you put the, the love affair down to the, between this country and your wonderful uh, music? Well, you know, we've... Uh... We were lucky to get down there. Um, I'm man. I guess it's probably going on like maybe six years ago, seven. I'm not. Yeah, time's flown by. I mean, since our first time, the Earthless has gone down there, and um, you know, we've been lucky to, uh, with each year, um, establish more of a of a really dedicated, you know, f- uh, fan base. You know, and mm. um, and I think just. Um, there's just something that really kind of blends together really well with, uh, I think, the, just our personalities with, like, we have, you know, really good friends down there and and with, uh, like, our, our buddy Tim, uh, Tim Guitars, he's in Brisbane. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, in every every city, we, we seem to connect it really well with, with, uh, with a bunch of people. And um, I think from that, you know, establishing that kind of a core uh, relationship, you know, and friendships that, that has, I think it's... Uh, transpired down the line with like you know meeting people along the way and just like having good times and I think I still think that's one of the cool things I think about music is that there's still that infectious uh, kind of a thing with with live music that you know if uh, Mm. if if uh, a couple people go and see a show that they really dig and really like you know they're going to go tell their friends and and you know hopefully they tell their friends and and stuff can still spread a little bit in that in that old-fashioned you know way but um mm. yeah we just always have had a really good good time with with australia and so we're uh, we're really happy to to come back after a couple years yeah sweet and look you, you do you have um talking about the live shows you've actually got almost as many live albums out as you've got studio albums so 
for as far as many are concerned, mate, you are the vanguard for no bullshit, loud four to the floor rock and roll. So what's the inspiration behind <laughs> putting on such a raucous live show? Because to be honest, man, a lot of bands don't bring it, do they? You know, they sort of get up there and touring's hard, I get it's a grind, but you guys don't do that. Every show seems to, you seem to play it like as if it's your last. Yeah, I to me personally, I think that's just the way you got to do it. You know, that's just how I've been brought up to um, to 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 make it happen you know there's it's one thing to be in the studio and and uh focus on a record and and you can dress it up and and uh you know really make it look pretty and stuff but um at the end of the day you know some some bands you can't always replicate what you do on record um the same way you know um Mm. but um you know my my training i guess growing up as a kid was that you know uh if if you're you're out there in front of people in front of a crowd it's like you you better give it all you got and, you know, and, and, uh, do your best to make it, you know, as, as effective and bring that message, you know, as strong as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, and just always reading like, um, you know, some older magazines or books on bands that I looked up to it was like, it was kind of a competitive, uh, era, you know what I mean? In the, in the sixties mm-hmm. or seventies and stuff where it was like, you know what, we're going to, we're going to blow this band off the stage, you know, like the supporting band, you are going to blow the headliners off the stage. That was like, you know, there, it was kind of a fun competition, you know, but, um, but still it was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's kick ass. <laughs> who, who do you prefer? Do you prefer old maiden or old priest? Um, I would say, well, Hmm. I, I like old versions of both, but um, but with Maiden, there's a different singer, so that's what I consider the old Maiden. Yeah. Uh, but then with Priest, um, I, I go all the way up into um, Screaming for Vengeance. That's like the last record, and then I kind of cut off after that. But I like everything up until Screaming until Screaming for Vengeance. Yeah, I'm with you there. Actually, <laughs> Painkiller was pretty good too, but yeah, I didn't like a lot of their late '80s stuff at all. It must be said. Uh, yeah. I'm not really sure what they were trying to do there. I mean, they. They're entitled to do whatever they wanted to do, particularly at the time, and change their sound for the time. But yeah, I just I was watching a video of um, uh, Electric Eye uh, last night. Yeah, oh my man. god, holy shit! Were they a fantastic band uh, live? Yeah, uh, and totally. They were burning. Like uh, I, I, the last time I saw them play was um, I think it was probably maybe a little after Painkiller around there, but it was like uh man uh either yeah it was slayer opening up for them and i was, wow. I was probably like 15 or 16 but um i went for slayer and at that time priest was still decent but they were playing the newer stuff that i wasn't as stoked on you know yeah but um yeah. but yeah it was it was still a good show mm. <laughs> hey the other thing that you do i didn't realize this until i started doing a bit of research because of course you got your own wikipedia page but you play in one of my favorite bands of all time which is rocket from the crypt I didn't even know that. I don't know how that escaped because I've actually got the albums that you're playing on. Um, what's what's the? I mean, it, it might be hard to answer this question in one respect, but they're two very different bands, aren't they? Earthless and Rocket from the Crypt. But what what do you think is the main difference between the two in terms of your approach to drumming? Um, well, mainly, uh, well, Rocket was a band that I joined. They had already been long established when I joined them, so. Um, obviously the the mentalities are they're obviously quite different but um you know even on with the stuff that i wrote with them the you know the records i did with them it was um it's just a different mentality of of 
of being in a song frame frame of mind and um you know playing playing for the song as opposed to forming the song as it goes and and uh, with earthless there's a lot of a lot of impro- improvisation and um and, and and a lot of that is formed as we are um you know jamming and rehearsing and and building these pieces you know so yeah. you know with earthless well we might play it on a on a riff or two riffs for you know half an hour and just kind of try <laughs> different things every single time you know what i mean and then kind of picking out and going back and and picking out oh let's let's focus on that part that we kind of did during this and cut out the rest and then you know so it's kind of like you know you're like you're you're making setting up all these building blocks and then you kind of like destroy half of it and keep the one half that looks cool and then you kind of re redo the other half and you know that's to me like earthless is always kind of just you know rebuilding and tearing down and making other stuff Um, Mm. that's um it's a little bit more of my um i guess uh true expression on drums like how i i play like really naturally like that's just me um with rocket and other bands are playing it's like it's still me but i'm obviously um my goal is to fit in with everyone else and not stand out as like being you know like oh this guy's just trying to play like a thousand fills on over a simple song you know (laughs) like that's not that's not my goal you know (laughs) do you guys do you guys still play ball lightning is that still in the set list i don't think that's been played in a long time um that was i believe off scream dracula scream um yeah yeah, but I mean, I haven't. I have only done like maybe one or two rocket shows this this year, um, and there, there hasn't been too much activity. But I can't say that song's been played in a long time. So, no, oh, fair <laughs> enough. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, mate. I better wrap things up just as though uh, you know things can keep on trucking for you. But uh, look, congratulations on a stellar career. I'll definitely try to get into the shows uh, when you come down. It's just bloody hard because I've got two kids and. Um, I'm at uni at the you. ripe old age of 40 and <laughs> all this bloody yeah. stuff going on. You know how it is. But look, good luck with the shows and congratulations on a stellar career. And you've all, you're an excellent musician, it must be said, too. So uh, congratulations on managing Thank to forge you. a path as a muso, too. Yeah. Thanks so much. No worries, mate. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Have a good one. No worries. Bye. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith and that conversation featured Rocket from the Crypts and Earthless's drummer, Mario Rubelkaba. Thank you so much for listening.